Hey, we're continuing our chat with Sam Holland today. This is episode four. I've just gotten so much value from these interviews with Sam and I hope you have as well. Uh, We've covered a ton in the past. So if you haven't seen those yet, make sure you go back and listen to all the other episodes um, I've done with Sam Holland. This one is about social. So he mentioned at one point that he would post a lot. If he had to grow his music career from scratch now, he'd do that by posting a lot. So he went more into depth about what that actually means and talked about where to post, what to post, you know, what kind of content really works. And this guy knows what he's talking about. He's been able to grow his Instagram and YouTube to quite a large audience. And if you go on either of those, which I absolutely recommend that you should, um, search him on Instagram or find his YouTube channel. I'll put a card up here. He knows what he's talking about. So the insight that he gives us is just, it's phenomenal. So stick around. I guarantee you will grab a lot of value from this episode. So let's flick now to my interview with Sam Holland about posting to your socials. I want to talk about the posting a lot thing because this, I mean, the, these points are like so in depth yeah. on, on their own. So, like, because I've noticed when I say post a lot, I've noticed some people post on their Instagram stories too much. And for me, if I see more more than like three or four dots at the top, knowing that they've got more stories, I'm like, can't sit through all that. Yeah. Whereas if it's like two or three and it's all valuable stuff and I enjoy that content. I'll watch it. So I'm very conscious about how many time, how many stories I put up a day. That, so that's one thing, making sure that you are, it's not just a plug for yourself all the time. Look what I'm doing. Um, th- I've got this, go and buy this CD or buy this, buy this CD, buy the album, download the album or whatever, <laughs> because people switch off. Yeah. They want to get value, don't they? So they've subscribed to you or they follow you for a certain reason. So you've got to find out what that reason is. And this is, again, looking at the stats or even just asking people that that comment on your stuff a lot or that talk to you a lot and say, what is it about, like, why did you follow me in the first place? What is your favourite type of content that you see from me? And what do you want to see more of? And I'm, again, I'm trying to apply it to the music. You might post a segment of a... A drum track that you've been playing and then you could post how to play it for example and people might like both they might like just the tutorial things so it's about listening to your audience and what they like that you already do or again the other people that you follow why do you follow them what do you like and if I did the same thing would you watch it or not and then you've got to decide then is that me is that what I want to do on my channel or on my page or am I just going to stick to what I want to do? Because I know there's things that other people are doing in the same realm as what I do. But if I did it, it wouldn't be right. Yeah. And it wouldn't work as well. So, you, but you've got to test things. I'm now. I'm so sorry. I'm going off on a tangent. It's probably confusing a lot of people. But there's so much to think about and talk about. And as well, like, I don't know. So, what what platforms are you on? You've got your YouTube channel. Um, you've got Instagram. Have you, are you on Facebook and Twitter? Do you do it all or is uh, there No, a, I just do the th- – I do the three. I think culturally kind of where we are here, it's um, – Twitter never really took off out where we are anyway. Um, yeah, so it would be YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and then people are kind of getting – Musos are trying TikTok because people are, are making it there. I was going to say because like I've, I've never been a big Facebook person. Um, I love Instagram. And I, and I feel like 
you've got, to, and this is like a piece of advice as well, you've got to choose the platforms that you enjoy interacting on or with uh, on because like I don't like to, like people say oh, you've got to get on TikTok and it's like, but I don't enjoy it. Yeah. And if I was doing things just for the sake of it, I wouldn't, in, I wouldn't, I'd just hate it. So that's important as well. And I wanted to clarify that when I say post a lot, post as often as you can, but only do as much as you can to where you're still authentic and it's still good, like quality for your audience and for yourself. Because I know like if, if I started doing TikTok, I'll just, my energy would be all on that and not the YouTube thing. So, so you choose your favorite platforms and stick to them. Yeah. Is my advice. <laughs> no, that's uh, that's solid advice, and it's it's. I don't think it's ever going to work to get to just go crazy everywhere. I, th- I think even if you like, even if you cracked a TikTok algorithm, and you know you got, I don't know, a couple hundred thousand views or something, what is that actually going to mean for your music? Like, how how are you then turning those views into fans? And I think that's something that Instagram and YouTube can do. Like, you could become a subscriber, or you can follow. But you really need to get people there. So if you're just posting things and they're getting massive views and they're exploding, but nobody's buying tickets to your show or nobody's actually going on Spotify and streaming your stuff or, you know, signing up to your mailing list or any of those things, if, you, if it's just views, so what? And I think that mm. it kind of, um, yeah, when people are chasing these TikTok or the next big thing just to spin up all these views, it, yeah, it's a bit of a pointless chase, I reckon. Exactly. It does feel a little bit like chasing the views and the likes rather than it's leading somewhere. Yeah, which leads you to feel like failure maybe a bit for the next one. So you, you do the next video and it's it's only half those because it didn't have, I don't know, the right keywords or something in it. Yeah. So you didn't get the views and it's like, oh. So it's it's interesting. Yeah. It's it's I think it makes it so difficult. Um, I've done some videos on it before where, where chasing likes is just completely upside down. If you want to it depends what you want. If you just want popularity and if, you, if you're the kind of person that really needs positive comments coming in or whatever, then, you know, maybe do that for your self-esteem or something. But if you want to make it, if you're wanting to go somewhere and if, if it's your plan A with no plan B, no fallback, you really need to be more intentional about actually nurturing relationships and actual, you know, um, a fan base or an audience that, that's engaged and will purchase from you in some capacity. Exactly. Uh, yeah. With with that in mind, I'm I'm trying to think like, if I was still in if if the band was still together from before Capel, what would we be doing differently now? I think like because back in the day we tried to get a few licensing deals. I think we got one with Lucas Aid at one point. I think one of our tracks was played on on an advert or something like that. But now there's so many YouTubers that are looking for music and that use like licensing platforms like Musicbed and Artlist and Epidemic Sound. But if you can get one of your songs or tracks on a YouTuber's video, perhaps, and then get them to link it in the description, you might get loads of views and fans from that way. So there's so many opportunities now where you can get your music placed that did, that it wasn't like that before and it's as easy as just reaching out to that person and saying can you put our song on your video 
or can you use our it might be a, a, a famous TikTok person, can you use our track on your on your next video, please? And you might get a load of hits from that. So in your experience, are people uh paying for this? Like uh is it something you say, you know, is it worth is it worth money for the you know, does the artist pay the influencer? In that I, I well, so it, that depends. Like, it, if you if you're just up and coming, and you maybe you're uh, an artist, a solo artist, and you might not have a budget at all, it's worth asking if they can just play it for you. Like, they, maybe they like the song. Do you like the music? Would you like to um, use one of the tracks? And would you be kind enough to put a link in the description? And if there's anything I can do for you, let me know. And you'll either get a yes or a no. Some people might want to be paid for it and you can either decide whether it's worth it or not. Um, there's a lot of factors and I guess you could ask, like, has has anybody given you music before and how many, like, followers did that lead to for them and how much, you know, you've got to decide how much that's worth, if it's worth anything or not. So, yeah, there's loads of things you could do now, really, isn't there? Like, for example, I could put one of your tracks in my videos and say, and then put the link in description or pop your name up on the screen. And that might, you might get, I don't know, you might even, with my size audience, you might get 10 people come and come and see you. And that, that 10 people might stay with you for life or they might buy tickets and whatever. So you don't know. You never know. 100%. And, and I think what's great about the that and all the algorithms and everything that we're in is those 10 people are probably going to be a similar type of person that would that would actually go through and click it and like that song so then you know spotify youtube is profiling those 10 people and finding other people similar which is which is awesome for a small artist up and coming because it's breaking out of your family or your social circle or your town which is you know like that person that person that person are all completely different people so yeah they all like it but it's not really enough data for an algorithm to go this is the audience um, so once yeah. you start getting like what you're talking about and you've got those 10 people that click on it, that's actually narrowing down your audience, which in turn will actually expand your audience. Exactly, because YouTube's got to find what your audience is first before it knows who to put it out to. Yeah. But yeah, like I'm just trying to, like right now, I'm just trying to think of what I would do now if I was still in a band or playing guitar. It's all about trying to bring value to whoever's following you really. And there's loads of different avenues. You might be a teacher, so you can just post how-to videos, little tutorials and stuff like that. Or if you're a band, I like to see a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff, really, like re- little clips of rehearsals, not super long ones, just on the story, a little bit of behind behind the scenes and uh, and things like that. Or even, this is my new rig, I've got a new amp, I'm trying this pedal out, this is what it sounds like, super quick, can't wait to use it on tour or whatever. Little things like that, little nuggets of information. Is this helpful stuff, by 100%, the way? 100%, man, yeah, <laughs> this is great. Yeah. It's good to get a different perspective because, I mean, you're, you've kind of pivoted into a different space, but it's still, it's still similar in that you, you're still about audience and you still you keep using the word value, which I think... Um, businesses understand that you know you've got to you've got to bring value but but what a business is doing is they're trading that value for money so people are actually purchasing that value you know whether you're a plumber or something you you know you value the guy that knows how to fix the pipes or whatever but as musos we 
we can sometimes only see ourselves as artists. So we chuck out this music and just expect everyone would like it. But if we can kind of pivot to what you're talking about, where we go, I've actually got something valuable for you, you know, whether that's showing your amp rig or whatever, even just entertainment. Like I love sitting down. I can easily watch music videos for like two hours straight um, because yeah. I get value from them. You know, I, it, it kind of moves me, it triggers my emotions. And I think that's really important for humans. But it, yeah, I think, what do you think about that? It's kind of difficult for, for people to, to maybe recognize art or entertainment as sort of that value. Yeah, a hundred percent. That is, I think I, I always forget, but there's like three categories, aren't there? Why people subscribe or, or, or follow you. And it's like, um, to learn something, to be entertained, um, and something else. I forget the other one. And you, you kind of, you've got to think what it is, what, which one it is. And I guess music is, is the entertainment thing. Unless you're a teacher, then it's education. But there's loads of things that you can do. It doesn't have to just stop there. Like you say, it's like, here's my amp rig. And that could be entertainment or it could be learning. Like, oh, right, so that's what Sam uses to get that guitar sound. You know, so it's can, they can fuse together. But it's kind of like what you do now. You, you, your podcast is sharing experiences that you've had and other people have had. And that's, that's entertaining and it's educating people. So when I used to listen to a lot of bands and um, I used to love watching their music videos, like you said, I used to like watching their live videos, yeah. but also in the studio. So if like somebody puts something out where it's like, right, we are writing an album. This is day one. We're in the studio. This is so-and-so's idea. This is how this song started to begin with. And, and, and now we're just adding the drum track. This is what it sounds like. Imagine doing that every day, just a little clip every day for 30 days or however long it takes to do the album. I would love that. I would watch every single one. So I guess it's just about finding ways of bringing whatever your viewers want and for the reason why they started following in the first place yeah. and trying to be creative with whatever you can, however you can bring them value. Yeah. Oh, this is awesome, man. I think this is, um, this is really good. I think the perspective that you're bringing, I think will really, yeah. People are really joy with this. It's cool. Uh, we've kind I of hope it's in. making sense. In my head, it makes sense, but <laughs> no, no, it's coming across. I hope it's coming across well. Yeah, there's just so much to talk about. That's the thing. Oh, 100. It's yeah. Nice one. Well, it's been a pleasure. Hey, well, thank you, Sam. We're going to leave it there for today. Uh, just so appreciate it, man. You're, the value that you're bringing to this channel um, is just so, so golden. So thank you so much for that. If you're if you're getting a lot of value from this, make sure you subscribe. I've got one more episode to go. We're talking about music videos next week and kind of the shift that Sam's seen in, in video content. And once again, videos is his jam, so he knows what he's talking about. If you haven't seen the previous episodes with Sam, check those out. They're all full of wisdom. And I've just so appreciated him coming on this channel and helping us out with his knowledge. So make sure you subscribe, send him some love, follow him on his socials and his YouTube channel. Make some music this week and we'll talk again soon. Oh, 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 o